Okay, you ready to start this show? Uh, your host of the evening is a really funny dude. Um, I forgot his last name, but I've seen him before and he's really funny. Uh, give it up for Mike. Coming to you live on tape from the penthouse of a partially completed commercial high-rise in glamorous Hollywood adjacent California from the studios of Sirius XM West. Boasting an obstructed view of one of L.A.'s leading cement factories, this is The Tully Show. I am your host, Mike Tully. Joining me today, the titular Lady Dynamite of the acclaimed Netflix series of that same name, a celebrated stand-up comedian whose latest special is entitled Weakness is the Brand, and the host of the new streaming series, What's Your Ailment? Hello and welcome Maria Bamford. Thank you so much, Mike, for having me on your program. Thank you so much for coming by. I have been uh, following you for a while. I've been fascinated with you for even longer than I've been following you. Oh. Oh. Yeah. That's interesting. How has your behavior changed? <laughs> following to fascinate. It's just gotten better and better <laughs> okay. in regard to you. You first came on my radar because I heard that there was this woman, this comedian, who did a stand-up special for an audience of her parents. Yes, yes. Yes, and which I imagine. is a very easy crowd, i got to tell you. See, I didn't expect that. It wasn't exactly what I expected. Yeah. I expected something more um, uncomfortable and unhinged. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. But you were fairly hinged in oh, front of your parents. I'm, well, I appreciate you saying that. Um, Yeah, the, the my parents, I paid them 600 bucks a piece, mm-hmm. that uh, helps. which is below union, but... Uh, it's it's within the ballpark of uh, they also got hotel and uh, oh really air. they stayed at a hotel before they came back to their house for the special well no no it was my house it was oh, my house oh, yeah 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 they came out to LA <laughs> so uh, yeah and they uh, were plied with Japanese beer and pizza so so I'm gonna say it was a and I did a show for them for right. God's sakes it's a win win so you had an opening <laughs> act in everything yes I guess I still didn't totally understand and I've always was curious watching that of the world beyond that special like what is your parents relationship to your career what do they what do they think of it before during and after that special oh they, they've always they're uh, loving extreme, extremely loving they're like oh whatever you need to do kid you mm-hmm. know like you you're uh my mom has always said, uh, I now realize, uh, probably untruthfully, you're the most beautiful, intelligent girl in the whole world. Uh-oh. I think that was a lie. Uh, it set me up uh, terribly for life. You're not um, supposed to do that? No. I'm constantly telling my children I love them. Oh, well, love. Is... I think love is one thing, uh-huh. but then uh, to set up some standard, like, <laughs> you're supposed to be uh, the greatest uh, is is a terrible idea. Um, it's tough to strike the balance between yes. you're you're perfect the way you are, yeah. but you need to get a lot better. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> if you could just punch in yeah. earlier, um, <laughs> yeah. No, my, my parents are very supportive. They've they're always uh, uh, happy and and down for me. The only thing that sometimes they have uh, some requests. If I, uh, my mom recently said one joke hurt her feelings, and then I had oh. to ask her. Which one? Because uh-huh. <laughs> I'm a terrible person. Uh, but well, I, well, I also wondered because you're sort of you know outside of the box. I don't want to say alt. I don't even really fully consider you an, an alt comic. I think people who are not from Silver Lake can understand and enjoy your yeah. your jokes. Yeah. But y- your parents are not your target demo. Do they get 
Oh, 100% uh, heard jokes? No, no, uh, not always. Uh, no, my dad had his buddies over to, I think, watch the TV show that I uh, created for Netflix with uh, a thousand other people. And he said, uh, yeah, whatever, listen, whatever you need to do for money is what he said about the show. <laughs> so, and they had to turn it off, I think, a half episode in, just because it was... You know, it's just not for them. Right. Um, and it's uh, confusing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm. It could be worse. I think my mother listens to this show. Oh, really? So oh, that's nice. It's Pick your poison, really. Right. Yeah. And my, my mom has me on Google Alert. Um, <laughs> but sometimes I have to coach her. I had to ask her, um, you know, tell her, Mom, could you please just say you're proud of me? And she said, oh, I didn't know you needed me to say that. Okay. I am very proud of you. And then I had to give her a line reading. No. Mm. I'm very, I'm so proud of you, yeah. you know, and then, okay, right. okay, now, again, now, again. Try with some emotion. I, <laughs> 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 but they, no, they're very loving, but they're also a uh, full human beings, so they're busy with their own lives. Well, that's good to hear. Doing a, a ton of other stuff. Through that special, which was my introduction to your work, I discovered that you have a handful of like distinct persona, yes. persona. Yes, maybe five. That you slip in and out of. Yes. Did those show up fully formed? Did you work your way toward those? Are those impressions of people in your life? Do they have names? Uh, yeah, I think I have, like, uh, at least so far. I mean, I try to develop newer ones, but it's all based on personal stuff. So mm-hmm. I'm not really a, a, sub- a celebrity impersonator, but I seem to like this person who is based on Amy Sleeverson in high school. I get really excited about things that hurt people. <laughs> Did you see the look on your face when that happened? And then... Um, You're from Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then there's... Yeah, another girl from high school is hard. But these are, these are people also that are parts of me you know it, it's not it's not uh based on one person i understand well and they say that the thing you know if tell me who your enemy is and i'll tell you who you are, you are. right exactly. so if yes. it strikes a chord with you there's some reason no, why i am super judgmental and so therefore all good to my, know yeah yeah <laughs> fun um so no that is and i do my parents and then um i uh i used to do my sister but it hurt her feelings so much that i stopped and uh so Oh well, she's, it's uncomfortable. Hey, she's, hey, no, it is mining I, that stuff. I know. I uh, mm-hmm. I've had people do impersonations of me, and it's like, oh, oh, it yeah. is like that. Yep, that is exactly what I do. You know, I it, for me, I I think I well, you can hear it in my voice. I I am constantly kind of falling in on myself, sort of apologizing for myself as I go. It's, it's it can be uh, exhausting to listen to, uh, which is why I try to script all my jokes in advance so I don't bumble that's good of you yes yeah it's uncomfortable to share uh you know personal intimate things from your life which is why i steal them from my friends lives yeah. and share oh, them on the radio and claim oh, them as my own oh, yeah, that way i sort of outsource the discomfort <laughs> to oh, that, friends that, and family that's per- that's that's a great idea yeah um uh yeah i, I, I yeah i just have a, a few uh and and then i have a woman who would be taken seriously right at all times and th- I this think I the love. name is diane yeah yeah no everybody <laughs> everybody loves someone who's overconfident about everything i mean there's no reason i can't do anything that i set my mind to i have a vision board it's actually a uh <laughs> 
It's a billboard on the side of Sunset, and it just has guns and breasts and uh, explosions on it. And it's happening. It's all manifesting. You know why I think I respond to that? Why I think people respond to that? Do you know why? No. Do you not have a theory? Uh, I think it's just deeper, so it's more male. No, I don't believe that's the reason why. It's a fun voice, but I think it's because everybody who watches you roots for you and believes in you and wants you to believe in yourself more. And everybody knows that when you're doing that character, that's like the complete flip side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's interesting. Oh, hello. You're actually enjoying being yourself. Yes. Oh, that is interesting. Yeah, being oneself. Yeah, (laughs) being myself. That, oh, I, I hadn't thought about that. That's an excellent uh insight i hope i didn't ruin it oh no not at all no that's not ruining it at all i think uh that uh i mean if all of this ends up that i don't have to do comedy anymore is that the goal <laughs> if i just find out yeah i mean i wonder you know i what wonder about game? that yeah what is it then it, that it's all about uh self-discovery and then finding out which i think a, a lot of life is like oh why did i want to become an EMT, and then you find out it's because uh, I love adrenaline and uh, not thinking about my childhood. Then, <laughs> Is, did you want to become an EMT? No, no. I'm just trying to think of other reasons people want to have different kinds of jobs. I and, can't think of why anybody wants to do anything. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's why true. I just sit here and talk all day. Yeah, there you go. That yeah, no, it is. It is fun to. Um, it is fun to talk. I do. I do. As as as. I've gotten older too. I love to hear uh, the sound of my own ideas, and uh, <laughs> which is different. I didn't used to feel that way when I was younger, but now somehow I have a lot of ideas that I'd like to share. Why do you think that your attitude towards that has evolved? I think just because you uh, you uh, there's the uh, perception that you've uh, that I've experienced a lot of things, and so somehow I know more, which of course is not true at all. Uh, it's impossible to know. Uh, anything really because everything's always switching up all the time but uh the one thing i do know uh is that uh i i don't know uh that that that's really uh the the one thing i can be certain of like i'm talking to the dalai lama here yeah i don't know what i'm talking about um (laughs) uh, for sure for sure so the show lady dynamite i want to talk about your current projects but i i I watched and enjoyed that whole series a a whole bunch thank you how um, autobiographical was it? According to Wikipedia, you handed your story over to other people yes. and then hovered over them while they took it and ran with it, but never told them to stop. Yes, exactly. That is okay, exactly. Well, that's, that's a great description. Yes, yes, yes. That is exactly what happened. Um, Wikipedia for the win for once. Wikipedia, yeah. yay! Um, yeah, I, I just uh, I didn't have it in me uh, the willingness to to get involved with writing scripts and stuff. And and I had already told my story a billion times before. I've done a one-person show or two, uh, so no need, no need to get involved. And um, and it was great. It was wonderful. Then a team of writers came up with everything, and it was fun that p- people put their own stories into it. Like some of the stories in the show are uh, stories from the other writers, and uh, one where uh, one of the writers had had ended up making out with two of her cousins, her first cousins, and not realized it until she told her mom, Mom, I'm dating, you know, Bill Pocharmacek. Uh, and he's like, oh, that's your cousin. <laughs> wow. And then and then, a, and then to have a love triangle with the cousins. Yeah, with the cousins. Exactly. Love triangles. Yeah. So it was, it was 
it was it was a really it was a really incredible experience as as you might imagine having your own television show might be <laughs> it's a, a bizarre and wonderful experience but available to much mu- many more people now uh, right. that there's so many uh, channels yeah yeah and i'm sure that you i'm sure many people were introduced to you through that and i'm sure that's been really good for you still living up there on netflix yes oh yes yes it lives there um mark mcgrath popped up in lady dynamite no i'm i'm sort of friendly with him and i love mark mcgrath so all that having been said why mark mcgrath as an object Uh, of obsession he was an obsession of the writers he was okay yeah 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 and uh but lovely man he's a lovely guy yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so uh it he had a very good sense of humor about himself. Uh, yeah, very self-effacing. Yeah, yes, which I I, I appreciate, um, and yeah, lovely to work with for because I I would imagine he's he's done far more important gigs. Uh, I know he was in one of the Scooby Doo movies. Ugh. Come on. That was the movie of the summer, one of those summers. It was a live action Scooby Doo movie. They made more than I've got children. They've made more than one. Ugh. Scooby's animated. It's, oh, Scooby's animated. Yeah. Thank God. Okay. Matthew Lillard, bless his soul, pours his heart and soul into being Shaggy. It's the only redeeming thing about the movies. It's everyone else. Freddie Prince Jr. just knows it's the blatant cash grab. Yeah, just yeah. put on the wig and wait for the check to clear. <laughs> but Matthew Lillard became Shaggy. Oh. That's the only when you 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 have to grasp onto these little bits no, of redemption when you have to watch children's entertainment on repeat. No diamonds, diamonds. <laughs> that's oh, that's wonderful. Um. Oh, what do your what are your kids like so far? Uh, good so far. Yeah, so far I like one likes uh, Star Wars. He's very I, I very emotionally intelligent. I would say yeah. everybody has to like brag about. I think my kid's kind of advanced at blah blah blah. Yeah, I'm not saying he's the brightest. I don't think he's the best at sports, but he like he like processes stuff. Like mm-hmm. kind of knows when people are having a bad day and tries to help out and stuff like that. Oh. It's freaking adorable. That's you know. It's funny. We were at dinner last night, and yesterday was a was a long day. There's been illness, flus going around, and and we got a plumbing situation. I'm risking getting black mold throughout my house just being here talking to you right I now. I hear that. I hear that. I regret yeah. nothing. But on top of <laughs> my all house that, could be burning in a fire. We don't know. We don't know. All we have is this moment. I'm in a cold <laughs> restaurant. The servers are wearing coats. My baby, the 18 month old, knocks over a cup of water on top of me yesterday, and I can see. It's funny these. Uh, um, mental games you play with yourselves. I can see an attractive young couple looking at us struggling to eat our meal doused in water colder than we even need to be. And I'm think yelling back at them. No, but you don't understand. It's all actually really worth it. Oh yeah. I think people get that. You know, like, I, I felt like they were just like, see, were. see, this is okay. Let's affirm. Never. Yeah. Never. I know we've talked about it before, but this is the moment that cements it. We will never do this to ourselves. We will enjoy our fun. Yeah. I mean, I, I love kids. I love seeing them out and about. I'm mm-hmm. also terrified of them, so that's why I did not have them. You should have a healthy fear of them. Yeah. They yeah. are extremely honest, and uh, yeah, they will say exactly what they think at any given time, mm-hmm. which is usually um, something, yeah, spot on. <laughs> About your appearance or your uh, your persona, you're boring. They have no um, guile. Yeah. So, yeah, you know that they're not saying it to hurt you. Yeah, which is what makes it so goddamn hurtful. Yeah, it is. It is so painful, and I'm sure I know I was I was just like that as a as a child uh, and well into my uh, early twenties. So, uh, yeah, I've I've not I've, we've, I I never had kids, but I I I do I, I see. They're wonderful. My my niece and nephew have four. Oh yeah, uh, my sister has four kids. So, and they're 
all wonderful. And also, as they get older, then you can have wonderful chit-chats with them. Right, exactly. And that's exciting. And eventually, they can sell you drugs. Ah! I do know that. Yes, I do know that. <laughs> that's just totally a possibility. Yeah. Um, You're probably the cool aunt. Well... How can you not know. be the cool aunt? You got a Netflix series. I don't know. You got I'm, a new streaming series on topic. I'm a little awkward. Uh, you know, I'm not. I'm not super warm. I'm not a maternal person, so I'm not sure. I try to give good gifts and stuff like that, but I'm worried. I'm a little. Uh, I'm a little weird. Oh, you know, where in a way that isn't like, oh, she's tons of fun. It's like, oh, yeah. I don't know. At least that's my fear. They're all very nice to me. They're yeah. all very kind to me. Well, that's nice of them. That's good yes, of them. It is good of them. You got to play the long game with kids. Because yeah. eventually, you know, eventually <laughs> they're going to they're gonna be bragging. If they're not already bragging about you, they will be. They Yeah. So you got that in your back well, pocket. Just sit well, on that. And I'm bragging about them. Uh, they're all uh, great kids. And I, I yeah, I, I one, one, my niece did come out and visit us when she was 16 um, for like, two weeks. And she, she and her... A uh, girlfriend took the bus from Altadena, if you know Los Angeles at all, sure. to uh, Venice. Took oh the bus. Goodness. Took the bus. And they had those crazy tiny shorts on, those shorts that are so ridiculously short. And uh, anyways, it was a... It was it was wonderful to watch mm-hmm. uh, the, the youth of today uh, go out and, uh, and uh, yes... Uh, celebrate the body. Wonderful. <laughs> um, I, I was just, I was so scared for them. You know, like I right. I would be so scared. To, I, I, you could have theoretically sprung for an Uber. I could have. Mm. Yeah. I There's another way of telling the story, which is that you let them take a bus from that's, oh, that's to Venice in short shorts. But then I thought it did seem like an adventure that they were excited for. Okay, okay. And they wanted to leave. They wanted to be gone all day. Yeah, that's true. I could have sprung for an Uber. You're, you're totally right. And that is... Where I'm not a good maternal mm. person, I yeah, I didn't even think of that. But when you're is, that age, going on the bus, I guess an LA bus is is an adventure. Is fun. Yeah. Cheap thrills. I don't at that know. Age. No, but you're totally right. Uh, that that that's where I I'm, wouldn't be a good parent is that I just don't even think of that. I just go, well, the kids took the bus today <laughs> with nothing on. <laughs> well, I guess we'll see them when they get back. Hey, it's their life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's there's a good reason I'm not a parent. In your special weaknesses, the brand, I am led to believe uh, you talk about a close encounter with LaToya Jackson. Yes, yes. Uh, we, uh, I, I, she will not remember it, but I met her uh, on the uh, Food Network's show, uh, Worst Cook Celebrity Edition, which is a who's who of who. Uh, LaToya was by far, I think, one of the most famous people on the show. I was, of course, uh, the least least famous it was a wonder that i was on there uh i think availability of played a played a part in my <laughs> being there um but yeah she's, she's a, a, a incredibly uh lovely person and very hard working it was 18 hour days uh she's 65 she looks 12 i asked her latoya how are you, you know how are you doing this and she said it's all in your mind you're going to win. And she does. You're not going to watch it. She does win. You are not going to watch that show. Yeah, I think she. it does <laughs> seem that she has created uh, an elaborate world for herself inside her mind, which maybe is the best place for LaToya Jackson well, to live. She, she's, she's lovely. I mean, she just seems like an extremely hardworking, cheerful person. She sat in the same room as all of us did, Ian Zeering from 90210. Uh, he's lovely. But yeah, he's lovely, too. Salt of the earth. Yeah, people... Uh, 
the reason they are famous is because they are uh, hardworking professionals, it turns out. Me, not so much. I got uh, got kicked off the show by the third show, uh, third third day. Does Thank that goodness. make you a better cook than them? No, I wish. No, it well, turns out the whole show was you had to be great. You had to get better. Oh, and well, that, that title's totally misleading. Well, it really is. It really is. I, I, um, yeah, I and it turns out all those people are extremely skilled at being entertainers. So they're actually going to work their asses off hmm. to become better as cooks and um, right. and the the same thing that allowed him to be so great in Sharknado is the thing that will exactly. allow him to become yeah. a, the Gordon Ramsay of reality TV. Exactly. He did a great job. He was he was very uh very gifted. Um so uh it cooking's was, not cooking's not your forte. You no. seem like somebody Can I be rude? I feel like you would bake. Uh I I don't I'm not a big cooking person. I okay. would prefer to uh, pick it up uh, by a professional, but I have I have tried. Mm. I've tried. I don't like following directions. Oh. which uh limits you. Baking's not going to Yeah, work for yeah, you. no, exactly. I have watched the Great British Baking Show. I've watched all the episodes of that. And uh it was uh wonderful just to it, that's yeah, it's wonderful to watch people do meticulous uh, task tasks uh, that I would never do. Somehow that's pl- very pleasurable to watch. Did you watch it? No, I did not, but I love Noel Fielding. Yes. He's yes. the Boosh guy yes, who's on great. that. He's yeah. terrific. Yeah. yeah. He's wonderful. And yeah, the whole show is is, is wonderful to watch. Um, but yeah, no, I'm not a baker. Are you? Uh, no, I can't bake a damn thing. Okay. All right. I cook a bit. Okay. All but, right. But I, I play by my own rules, which is why I, I cook. Because yeah. when you bake, it's it's just no. It's got to be right. Perfect. Yeah, it's just science with sugar. Yes, yes, science. Yes, I have often thought, what if I put this instead of this? Mm. Um, why don't you know? We don't have any oatmeal. Why don't I put in cream of wheat? See, if I'm baking with you, that logic flies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think, oh, maybe it'll work, and it does work. It becomes a bit of a communion wafer uh, <laughs> situation, a, a sweet light communion wafer. The body of Christ uh, for maybe the Easter uh, when you're going to dip it in the wine. Were you raised like uh, Catholic? Uh, uh, Episcopalian, which is Catholicism light. It's all of the ceremony, none of the guilt. Oh. Yes. Uh, when's that going to make its way to New Jersey? We could have used that. Yeah. Did, were you raised Catholic? Very. Yeah. Oh, goodness, yes. So you know how to... See, I always thought that sounded so much fun, more, much more ritual where you... You can get rid of your sins just by doing all the Hail Marys. Like, oh, you're clean now. There's no confession and penance in Episcopalian? Yeah, nope. No? Nope. You just carry that weight? No, they just don't even ask. Oh. You're fine. Well, if you don't ask. Don't ask, don't tell. That's the thing. Yeah. I mean, if I get to heaven and I'm like, well, nobody even brought this confession thing up. Up, yeah. Right. There's no confession. Episcopalians, we do uh, all the scents, like we burn stuff and mm. got a lot of candles. Yeah. Uh, sing all five verses of every song. It's tiresome. It's it exhausting. Like it. It's just like uh, a long Catholic mass, um, but it is, uh, yeah, no messages of like, hey, what were you doing last Friday night? Like, nothing about that. I see. Well, the pomp and circumstance is nice. I knew a priest in England who was from Miami, and I will go to my grave believing that he was on the run from something. And every time it was time for mass, he would just walk past going, smells and bells, smells and bells. (laughs) (laughs) I love smells and bells. I mean, it is really... uh... 
I, I do like a ritual. It's very, very comforting. The, the only thing that loses me with church is the words, mm. the words where you have to say what you believe in. And it's like, I just get wrapped up in like, oh, yeah, no, I don't believe that. Nope. No, no. Yeah, people that. are casually murmuring and muttering their way through some pretty heavy stuff. Holy cow. Like One so- holy and apostolic <laughs> church? <laughs> yeah. Should we stop and think about this yeah, for a second? Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's some really dark yes, there things is. that you say. And, and the Bible is bananas. Uh, there's it's an odd book. creepy stories in that. There's the one, uh, the story of lot where he can't stop touching his daughter's feet that's from the book of uh, verse what um i don't know that one yeah that's uh well the story is okay he leaves sodom and gomorrah his wife turns into a pillar of salt but that's not the unbelievable part Uh, the part is then his daughters rape him get him drunk and rape him because they want to continue the lineage of i guess christianity and uh yeah that doesn't that doesn't sound possible. <laughs> it's very, it's very difficult for you to rape somebody who's drunk as a as a woman. It's just, it seems beyond the realm of possibility. Yeah, and that's um, not one of that's not the only unbelievable yeah, element yeah. of that. It seems like the Bible was written by a very well, a very, a very specific male point of view. Yeah, would yeah. have written the Bible. I always thought that that was Noah, right? And that's why people aren't supposed to drink. It's because look at what happens when we drink. We try to further the species with our parents. It could be Noah, too. Uh, There's a lot of sex (laughs) with your own kids in the Bible. Yeah. Uh, Whoops. There's giants in Genesis. Oh, I did not know about the The, giants. That's when the Anunnaki roamed the earth. (laughs) There's two different uh, Adam and Eve stories in Genesis that are not the same. They just, they, it's like R. Kelly. They go straight from the story into the remix. I the it is so it is fascinating. I do. Have you looked into the? There's multi level marketing, of course, mm-hmm. and a lot of it's like done Nutri by system Christians. And what have you. But there's like lots of uh, Christian uh, multi level marketing where they'll have like housewares with biblical quotes. Ah. So women are selling things in their own homes to uh, presumably other believers. And um, part of the belief system is that uh, if you spent forty dollars on this pillow, um, then and and became a, a a hostess yourself, then you'll get closer to God. I'm not sure, but I, I just like indulgences. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Multi level like, Facebook indulgences. Oh my God, it's bananas. Uh, girl hashtag girl boss, and um, <laughs> then uh, but the the quotes are so yeah, they're so benign, and I wish they would quote you know some of the more <laughs> more raw stuff from the Bible on the on they the do pillows. a lot of cherry picking. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What about the one where the guy has a prostitute over and then the crowd gathers and said, let us have her. And then they rape her all night. And then she is left on the uh, in front of the door. And then uh, he, he just it, that, that's the whole story. Like that's the, it's the story of the rape of this woman. This guy's a, a prostitute. And then. Then he goes home, and I think everybody's a good guy except for the prostitute who's uh, passed out. Right. At the well, end she's of the a prostitute, so. Yeah. It's, I don't know. I don't know what the Bible's trying to say with that one, but I would like to see that on a pillow. I would love to see that entire story <laughs> put on a pillow. <laughs> I feel like Christianity just needs, because there's a lot of good there. It's easy to make fun of it, but I have family members and friends who, who practice, and, and it does a world of good for them. You know, yeah. I, 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 I love the good parts of it. Christianity just needs, like, a hard reboot. Well, and I like think if they could get the Bible down to eighty pages, 
Yes. Of just the stuff that all the good stuff that makes sense. You do unto others as others have done unto you. Lovely. As as you would wish. Under I think it, right. Others done unto you. I yeah. I would think that would be great. I wish people would just be good because it's good to be good. Because mm. it feels feels good to be good. Like there's no. Why do you have to have this whole structure of uh, of uh, nonsense uh, to to just be a good person be pleasant and be uh be generous um it, because the problem is is then if somebody isn't a part of of your structure of beliefs then then they're they're somehow uh not doing the right thing even though you're doing the same things like you're right. t- trying to feed the poor you're trying to uh or provide housing if you live in los angeles uh that yeah so why does it have to be um under yeah, one specific group of stories. Right. Why do you need to do the right thing for the right reason? Yeah. Do you for... do, if you're doing the right thing right. and and you're mm-hmm. just doing it um, because uh, you want to win. That's why I'm doing it. I just want to win. You're in it to win it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Taking the moral high yeah, ground? Yeah. I don't just even, for the bragging rights? I don't want to. I don't believe in heaven, but I'm going. I yeah. <laughs> That's going to be great. But you'll be puffing your chest out when you walk around there. I get there. I go, I didn't, I didn't do any of the homework. I don't know why this exists. Uh, but it's awesome. So you have the special, yes. what is your ailment? Yes. Or that's what is your ailment? What's your ailment is a, it's a show on topic.com and it's me interviewing uh, other comedians and other notable people mm-hmm. about uh whatever they consider to be their uh, uh, weakness or a, a situation that they've, uh, whether it's a health condition or, or else, else uh, or, or something else. Um, so have a lot of great comedians, um, Tignataro, Baron Vaughn, uh, Jen Kirkman, Aparna Nancherla, uh, Andy Kindler, uh, and then also some professionals um uh, Ellen Sachs who's a professor of law at USC who uh also uh, experiences uh, schizophrenia and has talked very widely and publicly about that and um and it yeah it was a wonderful experience great great i hope it's helpful to people it is one of the cheapest forms of mental health care you can get in this country uh if you're to buy a subscription to topic.com and it may may be more helpful than your last visit to the free clinic uh what's the worst form of mental health care have have you ever received have you ever gone to see a therapist or have you ever I had a pretty good experience. Oh, good. I went to a guy one time at college who was, I guess, learning to be a psychologist. And his oh. method, which people have told me a million times what it was, was just the, why is that method? Like, oh. I do this. And he's like, oh, why do you think you do that? And I go, well, because of blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, well, why do you think you think that? I go, well, because of blah, blah, blah. And you just keep talking out loud yeah. until you say the the little brain, like the, the tapeworms inside yeah, your brain the thing, yeah. get verbalized. Uh, yeah. And you're like, well, that sounds pretty stupid now that I'm saying it out loud. Yes. Oh, interesting. That's good. Yeah. Was it helpful? Do you feel like? or I think so. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I'm like so normal that I often yeah. say I think that maybe there's just something inside of me that's so twisted that even I can't know about it. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. <laughs> because for the most part, I, I go along and I do my thing and then um, I get, uh, I do have bouts of uh, extreme anxiety, which I would self-diagnose as being like in an OCD kind of way. Yes, yes. I have the light, silly kinds of OCD, like okay. 
once every two weeks when I lower my uh, garage when I drive away. I have to drive back around the corner and make sure I really did close yes. my garage. Yes, that's like it. a manageable yeah, form. Yeah, that's manageable. Yes, yes, yes. Right. And then every now and again for like two months, I can't. I'm really, really anxious about everything, but it doesn't seem to have any like root cause that I'm obsessing over. Right, right. Okay. But then 99% of the time, I feel pretty hunky-dory. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's great. So I'm either really, really well-adjusted or someday this dam will burst. <laughs> well, it's that it's a waiting game. That's wonderful. <laughs> Maybe uh, I can just die before it, <laughs> before the walls come down. Um. Well, if anything, uh, if anything ever happens, there's plenty of help. Los Angeles is a wonderful place to live for, uh, you know, to, for talking about um, having any issues, and and also um, the entertainment industry is very welcoming of of um, those uh, those kind of uh, topics. Um, yeah, so I, I, yeah, I've definitely I've been very. Uh, my entire career may be based on uh, some experience. I've had bipolar and then OCD. I've had a, an unwanted thoughts uh, syndrome. It's the type of OCD where it's like instead of uh, having a compulsion to wash your hands, let's say like, oh, I'm unclean. Uh, it's about your thoughts. Like, oh, I've had a weird thought. I've got to get that weird thought on my head. You know, when you, if you have like a just a weird thought that comes into your head that I think everybody does um, where you go, oh, oh, what, uh, what did I think? You know, like. Uh, like, oh, geez, the back of that truck looks sexy. Like, like I don't know, like right. <laughs> something like, what? Um, <laughs> um, like the, the other day, my sister, my my husband, not my sister, my husband and I were sitting um, at this local park, and I, I was just sitting there, and I just, I turned towards him, and I just said, "Bucket of come." Like I just came out, you know, this weird things, and uh, anyways, but the type of OCD I have is that if you have the weird idea that you try to make it go away. And the more you say you're not going to think about something, the more it comes back. Don't so, think about elephants. Yeah, don't think about elephants. You're gonna, all t- that's all you're going to think about. So for me, that became uh, very troublesome. Yeah, it was not like what you're talking about, like, oh, it just comes up every once in a while. It was uh, part of the reason I got into stand-up. I, I didn't, couldn't, had difficulty making eye contact with other people uh, because of the fear of... Um, acting out it had some unwanted violent or sexual uh thoughts and it started when i was about 10 years old so uh, well, I, I i have that joke about it all the time yeah. and i don't mean to compare i don't think what i have i think what i have is very very manageable yeah. but increasingly as time goes on i do think about like if i'm walking past i always say about like moms when i'm dropping off my kids at school like somebody's bending over to like fix their kid's shoe or something i'm like if i just landed a crazy elbow to this person's yes. like temple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah, would yeah. just be the fucking wildest thing that anybody's ever done. And I have, I'm not, I've never been in a street fight. Person, yeah, no yeah. desire yeah, whatsoever yeah. to do that. And I've sort of come to the conclusion it's the the fact that I'm so not that person. The yes. fact maybe it's because of being raised religious. The fact that I know how wrong it is yes. is the only reason why the thought of doing something so wildly inappropriate right. becomes so sticky in your brain. Yes. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. It's just um and and you know there are other experiences people have with general genuine when people have psychosis or have uh different urges that they do follow through on which is a whole different, you know, ball of wax and and it's also uh but but yeah, so and which is also something that can be helped by uh mental health services um but yeah, it was it was such a relief for me to find out it was just a thing. 
like I went to a, uh, I finally Googled it. Like mm-hmm. I was like, creepy thoughts. Yeah. And um, it was just a type of OCD. I went to some guy in Glendale, Dr. Rodney Boone, and something that had uh, been terrible for me until I was 35 um, just went away in a couple weeks. Shout was, out to Dr. Rod. Shout out to, uh, I believe they're called the uh, OCD, just I think they're called OCD uh, specialists. Um, they're great. Isn't it a funny thing about, I feel like a feature of almost every single form of mental illness is the belief that um, you're just about the only person who's going through that and that nothing can be done about it. Yeah. Like at it, least when you get cancer, no, you don't immediately start thinking, well, I guess some people do think I'm not yeah, going to cure yeah, my cancer, yeah. but you know what I mean? Like when you get the flu, you don't go, and I will die from this flu because I am positive there is no cure. The doctors give me antibiotics, but this man is a fool. I will die from this flu. That's not a common symptom yeah. of the flu. Yeah. No, people go, oh, it'll be, um, it'll be cured. And um, yeah, and I think that that's, there's also sort of the danger of not understanding something like it's kind of with any um perceived disability you know somebody's um you know i have friends who are in wheelchairs and it's like (laughs) you know people go up to what do you what do you need like this terror of it's that somehow somebody is so different from me or has a different experience um you know i definitely had that with um people with schizophrenia before I would read about it or talk to people with it, like going, I I just didn't understand what the experience was and uh, what it meant and that it's managed, you know, that um, uh, that psychosis is something that comes and goes much like anxiety in and can be, uh, yeah, you can have uh, healing and it it isn't scary uh, once you understand what it is and, and that that's been helpful. Education, I think, is is, is so uh, helpful because, um, uh, yeah, then it, it, if everybody can talk about everything, I mean, uh, it's it's much more fun. And it for, makes for a much better show. Of course. <laughs> well, I feel like I'm, I'm becoming aware of this burgeoning movement of um, people starting to recognize actually – I hate to say it for lack of better words, like the value of mental illness in our community, I'm starting to see in the same way that we've talked about diversity in the workplace in the traditional ways. Now I'm hearing about, do you have enough autistic people in your office? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. obviously there's the severe autism, but it's a, a little autism can go a long way yeah. well, in a group professional situation. Well, and everybody wants, everyone, I think, that's a human need to feel needed. Right, sure. And to feel like you're contributing to society and to let, to say, oh, a whole group, massive group of people can't participate because of our, our own fears of, like, not being able, like, oh, so what happens if... If she has psychosis, she has to take, it's just like a smoke break. She has to take 15 minutes, take a second. Like it's not, um, it, it's not as scary and debilitating and it's not going to affect you at all. Uh, you know, and, um, yeah, so I, 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 hopefully that's, yeah, it's definitely becoming a more, um, uh, open, open, at least it seems like, it, of course I'm living in the bubble of entertainment, which is much more. Uh, accepting as long as you can, as you can do the job, and uh, as long as you put fannies in the seats. Exactly, nobody gives a shit. Um, but um, so, uh, I, I know other jobs are not are not like that. I worked in uh, secretary for fifteen years, and you did, was, yeah, okay. And they were all corporate jobs where, oh my god, if you said anything about uh, <laughs> having a personal life or or any issues, you're 
no longer trusted or mm-hmm. are removed from your position. And yeah. so, so I, I have a lot Can't of say uh, bucket come there. empathy. You certainly cannot. No, you cannot. Learn that the hard way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, um, uh, yeah. And I know those, uh, there's reasons for that. So people feel, uh, safe at, at work, I guess, but, um, uh, yeah, I, I, think it'll make for a much more vibrant diverse workplace if everybody is uh given the opportunity to 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 work everybody gets a ramp everybody gets a ramp um you know whatever that means metaphorically or an actual ramp there's so many clubs that won't put in a ramp for comedians who are wheelchairs like it's 150 bucks to to buy a ramp on online i thought they had to they had to but then they take them down and they remove them as soon as they because it's like it's, uh, I guess, somehow it looks weird or something to them. Yeah, or... Sometimes I just take the ramp. Sometimes it's a little bit more fun than stairs. Yeah, yeah. No, it's nice to nice to have a ramp. But and when don't... I take my children, when I take babies to yeah. to comedy clubs, yeah, I find they're... the ramp very helpful. Oh my god! Yeah, bring your baby up on stage. Yeah, that they're not thinking about people with babies. No, for that's sure. a, pretty, a pretty vital part of my act. Oh. <laughs> That's wonderful. That's I've thought wonderful. about it. Yeah, there yeah. were a couple of times where I was like, well, it's getting really tough to get a babysitter. It would yeah. be kind of hilarious if I did my spot with the baby. The ba- Oh, my gosh. And everybody loves babies. I mean, that's a sure crowd pleaser. Oh, people who go to clubs in Hollywood on Sunset Strip at 9 p.m. on a Tuesday are some of the most baby-loving people you will ever meet. <laughs> Out of the guests, I'm keeping it a little oh, long. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. Okay. Oh, that's okay. Um, uh, out of the guests that you had on What's Your Ailment, did anybody... Talk about anything that you found particularly surprising, illuminating, memorable. Um, uh, let me see. Um, I think I think the nice thing was just to know that you know when you think, oh, I I am the only person who's experienced the severe severity of this experience. Like somehow other other people are working it out uh, far more smoothly than I am, and to talk to other comedians and other human beings and go uh, and that they, they they've had uh you know uh uh intensity of experience the same you know it, maybe in a different area but uh that that was really nice nice to know that uh that i'm not alone and if that's uh yeah it was really it was really nice uh did you manage to find out what's wrong with tom arnold oh tom arnold i think knows what's uh, you know what's going on with tom arnold he's oh, really? oh my god yeah, no, he knows himself. He is, uh, yeah, he's a live wire and he is willing to talk about any given part of himself. Yeah, he, he films everything in his house happening because yeah. he was molested as a kid. Mm-hmm. And so he doesn't want anything to not be on record, which I found, I mean, is heartbreaking, but it's also touching like to go, well, you know, uh, if that had happened to me, I think that would make me feel very safe. Yeah, let's put it all on camera. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, super, very open, uh, He's very interesting warm. person. Uh, yes. He's very sharing. Yes. He's very energetic. Yeah, very energetic. Yes, far more. I, I, I don't totally uh, relate. Um, uh, yeah, I'm not a person. I am not even keel. Like I'm not a person who's like ever. He's not even keel. Well, no, but I mean in terms of uh, buoyant, like you know, wanting to go do stuff all the time. Like he had a bunch of interviews and things scheduled that day, and mm, right, not me. One no. one thing. That's it. <laughs> You're done after this. Uh, I I have uh, two more things, but uh, but 
I yeah, have big banks of time in between them. So They say that an extrovert is somebody who's energized by crowd situations and an introvert is somebody who's exhausted by crowd situations. You strike me as a classic introvert. Introvert, in yes. So how does an introvert end up wanting to have everybody staring at them on well, stage? But stand-up is, is very, it, it's very introverted. Like you are in complete control. It's not a conversation. It's a autism, basically me just shouting at people, a monologue. Um, yeah, no, it is, I, I, at least my type of stand-up, it's not very social at all. Um, I do some crowd work, um, but not not much. And even if I am talking with people, I'm amplified, I'm lit. It's it's mm-hmm. not a it's not a true, uh, it's a different power dynamic than it is com- actual conversation. And very often you can't actually see the people. Maybe yes. it's different in a, if you're doing like a theater or yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah. But I can always, that's always one of my tells of how experienced somebody is, is when they ask the audience a question and then they cover their eyes at their eyebrow to peer into the crowd yeah. because they're actually trying to see the people. Oh, yeah, 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 they're, yeah. The, the real pros are just staring into the darkness yeah. listening to a voice pretending that they can see, the see who people. they're talking yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. Well, and sometimes you can't see. I mean, I, I like to see a little face if I um, I, I asked people different questions during the show just to um, just because I, I, I do I do love people and I do like hearing uh, but I, I'm not I, because I'm introverted I was also raised not to interrupt people. I was once on, I can't do panel shows because I was once on a show it was an hour long panel show in Australia. I said nothing. The whole time because I don't like to interrupt. I don't like to uh, get in there. And um, yeah, I was raised to uh, be be quiet and and listen to others, especially men. If they're talking, always listen. Did you hear that in so many words? Oh my god! Yeah, no, my dad told me. He said, <clears throat> "If you want a boy to like you, you just you know you just listen. Just you know, be quiet and listen to what they have to say." Do you have brothers? Uh, no, I just have a sister. So, oh. uh, um, but uh, yeah, no. So I, I, so at least you didn't have a little Napoleon and no, no little Napoleon. Um, but I, I think that's one thing I really loved about stand-up was that you get you get this time, and it's your time, and there usually are bouncers there who will bounce anybody out who starts talking during your time, and um, you know if it gets super weird, um, uh, yeah. So it's. It, it was felt very comfortable. Uh, what's your? So I honestly don't even know your original backstory. So what's your transition? Like, did were you doing stand up from your early twenties? Uh, yeah, from twenty one I started, and then just uh, kept doing it, and uh, moved to Los Angeles in ninety four, and uh, was a secretary for ten or fifteen years uh, doing temp work, but then also worked full time at the studios for a certain period, and. Uh, um, and I've also done all sorts of temp work. I've worked at a laundry factory making wire hangers into one long wire. No one told me what the business plan was. I tried to wait to... disassembling. Yes, wire yeah, hangers. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Somebody going, going for on. a Guinness record yeah, or something. I'm not sure what was happening. I I think they were older hangers, uh-huh. so they you know were no longer. Uh, nice to look at so maybe they were gonna melt them down i'm not sure anyways long days i gotta tell you the uh the old laundry factory (laughs) (laughs) and was your like your how long did it take for your persona to become fully formed were you just doing like what's the deal with airplane peanuts for a while then uh no i don't think so i mean i i I just thought i did what i thought was funny Mm -hmm. and so i didn't really uh wasn't really trying trying to copy anybody i know sometimes people go oh i'm just going to 
do these type of jokes because uh, I saw Seinfeld do them or whatever. Um, so I didn't really do that. I did more sort of theatrical. I definitely did more performance arts type stuff. Uh, I had a violin uh, in the beginning, uh, and then I moved to Los Angeles, and there were two other comics with violins. And I said, oh, my God, thank God I can kick this to the curb. Um, there's at least one of those still kicking around. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's always a – and now there's probably five other blonde women doing stuff about uh, being bipolar in the Los Angeles area. But, yeah, but they're uh, ripping you off now. Oh, oh, that's not true. Well, but but it doesn't matter if I, you 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 were the first man on the moon. You planted your flag, and so when people oh you you did sort of. Uh, I mean, of I course, you don't feel that way. Well, but. and I think also you know it's uh, the human uh, experience is not copyrightable. <laughs> it's right. not like we're all having a, a similar experience. So uh, if uh, I'm going to come up with the same jokes as at least forty other people, <laughs> I would think. Yeah, it uh, is. It's sort of unavoidable. Yes. Yeah. So okay. Um, weakness is the brand. Is yes. your is, is your seventh special? Uh, let me see. I I believe it's only my fifth or sixth. I think it's only my fifth or sixth. I I can't I cannot remember. Um, but it is the best one. Yeah, it's no. so good. Right. This is your strongest work to date. Oh God, yes. Uh, you can download it worldwide on Vimeo. Oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah, yeah, worldwide. It's um, on it's on Amazon, I think. Amazon Prime and uh Apple TV. Uh, Apple TV. Uh you can also YouTube. Um I'm sure it's already been um you know, download it. I'm sure you can get it for free somewhere, uh, which you have my full support. Mm-hmm. People might be selling it on uh, like a poorly photographed, <laughs> copied DVDs, DVDs on, on, on a blanket beach. somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I hope so. That is my my greatest wish. That's when you know you've made it. Oh, please pirate it. Oh, please. And uh, the the TV show is what's your what's ailment? your ailment on a topic dot com. And uh, yeah, p- please enjoy if you if you. Uh, uh, have any uh, health issues? It's a fun thing to to watch, so you don't feel by yourself. Um, at least I, I hope it is. If if not, don't let me know. Right, positive feedback <laughs> yeah. only. You need to get a bouncer on your social media. Look, know. everybody's saying wonderful things here. No, I have. Uh, the, there's constantly people telling me to kill myself, which is uh, no, there aren't. Th- oh God, yes. What are you talking about? Oh. But no, it's, it's, it's there's trolling. That's a, that's a thing. Okay, if, to be trolled is to be alive. Mm, uh, see, see, I what I find is that what you put out is largely what you get, what you get back. Like I when I like I I say this all the time. Like when people tweet at Terry Gross, yeah, they kind of can't help but mimic the Terry Gross style of of sure. discourse. Whereas people probably do tell Howard Stern. Go fuck yourself, yeah. die, epiphet, epiphet, epiphet. You know yeah, what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. I don't, as you, you are not the most famous person in the world. If you get to yeah. a certain level, the trolls are just coming for you because yes. nothing attracts a crowd like a crowd. I feel like the only people who would, to know you is to love you. And who are these? I don't know. Uh, I, sometimes they're young. I've looked them up. So they're young fathers in Colorado with uh, three kids, three to five kids. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so are they just writing that at everybody uh, who has a special that's downloadable I, I on Vimeo? Do, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I think sometimes people get mad about stuff that uh, is interesting. Um, sometimes women my age uh, who are Trump supporters in, in Florida with little American flags next to their face. Uh, the American flag people are uh, single-handedly dragging uh, down the whole social media experience. I mean, 
my dad's Christian. a veteran and mm-hmm. uh man uh yeah, yeah uh, uh, he's a he's a good dude he, he has an american flag but um um oh there are good ones yeah there's some good ones yes but um we know who you're talking about and who you're not talking about and everybody listening you know who you are it's shame on you thank you thank you so much thank you for for having me on the show i really appreciate it it has been a real pleasure weaknesses the brand is the special what's your ailment is the streaming show on topic on twitter you're at maria bamboo 